welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm uh, Tyler Davidson, Chief Content Director of Meetings Today. And joining us today is um, a couple folks from CVAN, really, uh, you know, well involved in uh, all sorts of different meetings, hybrid, in-person, uh, every kind of permutation of a meeting you can imagine. Uh, we have uh, Patrick Smith, Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer, as well as Rachel Andrews, Senior Director of Global Meetings and Events for CVent. Thanks for joining us, Patrick and Rachel. It Excited to be to here. Meet. Thanks. Well, um, the, the idea behind this today um, was really kind of to provide a case study, as it were, um, for uh, different aspects of your CVent's Travel Summit and sort of the new wrinkles it took in both I guess, in-person and as a hybrid uh, event program. Um, and I guess really the objective was to extend engagement through the use of multiple event formats and specialized content. Um, <clears throat> and uh, actually, uh, unless I'm wrong, um, it was uh, really addressed people in two different countries on this. Why don't you maybe explain uh, first what the Travel Summit was, which took place in late May. Um, for people listening. Sure. Do you want to start, Patrick, or you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, and then I'll, I'll add some commentary. Yeah, so we hosted this event travel summit um, on May 24th. Um, and really, you know, this is supposed to be for our, you know, leveraging in our industry leading speakers, but bringing together um, our, our collaborative industry of how we support the travel um, travel space. And so it's really showcasing our services for travel managers, travel management companies, hotels, procurement, things like that. Because um, I think that, you know, one of the things that we're, we're big in this, this space, but we haven't historically done a ton of content on this. So this is our second annual Steven Travel Summit. Um, and it's, it's going well, and we continue, we want to continue to do this. I think one of the, one of the things was, let's continue to do this but try out some new things and you know like every person in the events industry right now a lot of it is trial and error um learning from what we've done in the past um uh, but ultimately bringing together those those travel professionals and suppliers was really our main goal um to align them with cvents products that help travel managers um with their own travel programs Patrick, I don't know if you have anything to add there. Yeah, and I would add, Tyler, you know, what's interesting is, you know, as a global market leader, we have so many different markets that we serve. So, you know, you've been to Cvent Connect, you know, Cvent Connect, which is our big user conference and industry conference. And, you know, it's harder and harder to create a program at Cvent Connect that covers everything we do. So that's why it's so important to have offshoot events like this that, um, maybe we couldn't do it justice at Cvent Connect just because we have so many different types of people there. Um, and to create a couple different sessions might not be enough value add um, for people to, to come and join. Obviously, they can do it virtually or in person. So the major value add in our minds is to provide a compelling program with strong content on a specific section of our business in a way that is targeted and robust for that specific audience. And I think it's also respectful of the audience's time mm -hmm. because it's a big ask to spend time with us. So when you do, we want it to be a, a huge value add. Thus, the reason why we have a specific event just for this segment of our business. And, and in researching this and communicating with you guys before, 
Um, you mentioned that it gives planners a new perspective on what to think of when they imagine a hybrid event. And I'm maybe in the same camp there. And I always think of a hybrid event as an in-person and a virtual event happening simultaneously. But you're, you guys are saying that's not necessarily the case. I, I don't, I think it can be, I think it can be a, a couple different things, um, Tyler. I think it can be, you know, streaming out key content. It could be extended engagement through your content platform, um, whether it's, you know, having sessions on demand afterwards, or maybe it's a, what we did with the Travel Summit and it's a, a, a virtual event, but then there's in-person networking components. So it's not a one size fits all, in my opinion. I think that there's a lot of different ways you can look at hybrid. And that's why it's exciting for me to incorporate that in our total event mix, because there's a lot of there's a lot of areas for opportunity. You know, for me, and I, I know you mentioned this in the beginning, but um, with hosting the Seaven Travel Summit over multiple time zones and having an in-person event in New York and London, um, it was a, it was a unique uh, experience for us doing that in in different cities. But what was cool about that is that it opens up this concept of you know not all of our customers are in the same time zone, right? We're allowing participants participants to join from wherever they are, and it kind of opens us up to this concept of no borders content or no borders um, uh, networking, right? Where mm -hmm. people can attend anywhere. Um, and I think that that's, that's part of the hybrid that I think sometimes might be missed. And yeah. it's not just simplifying it to say, oh, I'm just streaming general session out to attendees. There's so much more engagement that you can implement into your events program through multiple different channels of hybrid. And it, I mean, that is such a big concept of like wrap one's mind around. I mean, you might have one attendee, you know, it might be what, four in the morning somewhere for one and, uh, you know, noon somewhere else. And um, so I suppose they need, between New York and London, it's not quite as severe, but how do you wrap your head around that? And, you know, you could probably talk for uh, hours and hours on this, but what is the sort of basic strategy in providing uh, content that works around that parameter? Yeah, I think Tyler, in many ways, it's the beauty of being able to have a virtual platform um, to also showcase content. Um, and and do it so and do it so in an on-demand way. Um, you know, I think the that's what's really cool. You're creating so many video assets at events these days, and if you have a robust solution like Cven offers with our attendee hub to showcase that, then someone who is off time zone can attend if they happen to be up for a piece of it, but then always get that content on demand after the fact that they can watch. And um, you know, you can put things like associated content around the session. Um, you know, you can do things, you have surveys attached to it. So even some of these engagement features that you might think have to happen live can also happen in an on-demand way. So that's really the power of this new world of events where you have all these different formats at your fingertips to experiment with, to combine, to mix differently, to get as much of your message out to the broadest group of people as possible. Um, and that's why we're such big believers in the power of hybrid, because it comes in many flavors and ultimately it just increases your reach across the board. And yeah. what uh, what sort of Cvent tools and platforms went into to uh, kind of creating all this and and making sure it all dovetailed together? Yeah, I mean we used we used quite a few pieces of Cvent. Obviously, I can working imagine. At, yeah. Working at Cvent, we we have the luxury of of using most of our 
<laughs> most of our tools here, but um, you know, first and foremost, our you know obviously our website and registration process, what we what we uh, you know do every day here. But we also incorporated the attendee hub, which is really the the content hub for where people go to interact, where they go to watch um, content either live or on demand. Um, and then we have you know things like custom pages, virtual booths, um, instant networking, which we did a bunch of, so people could connect with each other real time. So if I'm in London at um, you know uh, 3 p.m. and I'm online and 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 in and in the U.S. or East Coast it's 10 10 a.m. and there's some some things that I can interact with across the pond, then that 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 kind of happened, which was great. Um, and then obviously we we heavily utilize our survey tool. Um, a lot of a lot of this I wanted to mention before is surveying our attendees to see what they want. And part of the reason we decided to go with London and, and New York was when we started getting interest for the CVN Travel Summit, we kind of polled our attendees for <clears throat> uh, you know who is local and who would be interested in doing some sort of networking event. And with that interest, we were able to host those events. So just pre-polling your or pre-surveying your attendees, I think, is crucial in some of these um, hybrid moments because, like I said before, there may be some people that um, might not be able to go to an in-person event, but they definitely want to watch something online, or vice versa, they want to watch online and they want to attend a networking event in person. So that that's a big piece of of this hybrid strategy here is understanding the attendees through through a survey tool. Um, but yeah, we also used our production tool, Cvent Studio, to produce all these sessions, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, in Attendee Hub, um, Cvent Attendee Hub, we have all these interactive features, chat, polling, Q&A, really trying to drive engagement of our attendees through how we use Cvent. And how does that build on your, uh, just your core uh, conferences, like like Connect um, or, or um, you know, in general? Um, I, th Tyler, I think, what... I think it, it allows us to really stay top of mind, right? And mm -hmm. I think that's the important thing. And that's really the key to our extended engagement idea is that, you know, we might have talked a little bit about the business travel sector at Cvent Connect, but now's a chance to really have a dedicated event for that. You know, we have, um, you know, you're familiar with our hospitality cloud or our supplier and venue solutions that we offer that connect, um, you know, a bunch of different venues, almost 290,000 around the world to planners and marketers that want to store space. Um, we have this big network. We have a lot of, of, of those hospitality professionals at Cvent Connect, but they tend to be more senior people. So we had a user conference just for the HC users in June that was a virtual event as well to really dive more deeply into the product. We had some of that at Cvent Connect, but you can't do as deep as you might want to um, at that event just with all the other things going on. So you have some content at Cvent Connect, and then you go deeper in certain areas later. And virtual is just a great format for that because they might have already attended live and can't attend again easily by jumping on a plane or some form of transportation. So you have a virtual event. And I think what we're seeing in action is this, not necessarily a hybrid event always, but a hybrid events program that's taking advantage of what we call the triple threat, which is in-person, virtual, and hybrid. And we're even in the webinar space as well and adding that into the mix. So we understand all the different interactions at events. We know who attended one event that should be invited to the next event. 
who we saw at a webinar that we want to meet on site at the next trade show because we think we're going to be there. And that gives us the ability to have really one lens onto all the goodness of an events program. And then we use that from a marketing and sales perspective to really follow up appropriately. So it's not enough just to look at one event. You have to look across your total event program and aggregate all this intelligence together to take action. That's why having such a thoughtful event program and this hybrid events program view allows us to really maximize that interaction, that engagement, which leads to goodness for us. And so, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to this, a lot of stuff to juggle. I mean, you guys specialize in this and you're using your own platform. So you're intimately familiar with all their capabilities. Um, you know, what basically for other planners and other organizations, what are the benefits and challenges of this sort of concept? And what should they be aware of when they're um, organizing an event like this? I think, you know, for us, and Patrick and I talk about this all the time, just when we look at our total events program is, you know, Connect has so much goodness packed into it, like Patrick just mentioned, but then we get requests out of user groups. So, you know, or, or customer advisory boards or whatever those smaller meetings, um, sometimes feedback comes out of Connect where it's like, you know, a specific subset of customers want to do or want a deeper dive into XYZ. And then that kind of spawns some of the things that we want. So some of it is um, request or customer driven of what is actually needed for our customers or our attendees. And then some of it is is literally just making sure people are aware of the different sectors that we have across the event. We're a big company. Um, we have a lot to offer. And then drilling that down almost into bite-sized things. So whether that's, um, you know, of the, you know, almost a thousand events that we're doing per year, you know, whether that's looking at, you know, event registration only training or, or if it's just looking at a customer user group or something like that, we look at every different marketing channel and tactic as an opportunity to serve our customers um, and, and folks le looking to learn about Cvent um, and factor that into our total events program. So I think <clears throat> Then we also look at the event formats, Tyler, to your point. So I think we need to make sure that uh, for you know smaller events or larger events that there are um, equal opportunities, whether it's virtual or in-person. In-person, no, you know, it's not a secret, it's returning and it's coming back kind of with a vengeance, but at the same time, not everybody can travel to everything. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's important to have that mix so that we have um those crucial meetings that we need to have in person but then we also have the meetings where someone might not want to travel or come to a meeting for four hours in person so we're we're looking at that mix almost daily um and looking at that percentage um of what what that looks like into our total events program yeah and tyler i would say that you know when you look at this event specifically some of the things that we like to tell planners who create these is you know well, i'll just focus mostly on the virtual side is when you have a production, think TV show, not just PowerPoint. And that's been one of the guidelines across a lot of our virtual events is we want it to look like a, a TV show-like experience, not just droning on over top of slides. Um, people also need a break. You know, it's amazing. I'm in so many meetings a day, and I guess people feel like if you're still working from home, a meeting can end at three and begin at three, but we do need to go get a glass of water from time to time. Yeah. So, you know, even things like remembering people need breaks, shorter sessions are better when it's kind of in a virtual broadcast. Um, I think it's important to take advantage of the engagement features. You know, I was mentioning before uh, some of the different engagement actions you can take, but if you create an event, 
that maximizes the number of engagements that you can drive. And in Cvent and our attendee hub, we're capturing all these engagement points mm -hmm. across almost everything you do. And that's allowing us to put an engagement score together and rank the most engaged people. And that's incredible intelligence on buying interests, on what they might want to see at the next event that we run that we leverage every single day. And I think take advantage of some captive attention to fill downtime. You know, there's things while people are waiting in a room before an, a, a session starts, play an ad package, play a promotional video. That's mm -hmm. the opportunity that you have when someone's watching behind the screen. And one of the other things that we, we didn't really hit on earlier that I'll mention now is we love in-person events. It's absolutely coming back. It's really the bedrock of the events industry in general, in my opinion, is the in-person world. But virtual is extremely important too. And I think we find that for things like internal events, whether it's town hall meetings or sales kickoffs, the, the retention of content that people are getting when they're watching a screen is oftentimes better than sitting in a room where there mm -hmm. might be in the back and the room's cold and someone's coughing and they can't see the screen really well. There's really something nice about virtual content. And that's why even if you have an in-person event, packaging that content up and repurposing it from the on-demand side for the audience that wants to come back and watch it can be really beneficial because then you have the power of in-person, but you can also see that content in a way that's built just for viewing on a computer screen, not watching from a camera in the back of the room. So these are the ways to kind of maximize some of the pitfalls to avoid if you're creating an event that has a largely virtual component to it. And of course, uh, virtual too is just prime for uh, data collection too. And so yeah. from that perspective, uh, you know, did, uh, did your, this effort yield any interesting or surprising insights? I think, well, one of the things I, I, I keep mentioning is understanding your audience is pretty big here, um, Tyler. So, you know, we do a lot of pre-event work before, um, before an event just to understand the interests of attendees. I think that one of the things that we kind of learned is that you need... <laughs> We need to understand the the attendees coming to make sure that the content is is relevant to those attendees. And I'll give you an example. You know, some of our customers are well versed in our products. Some of them are maybe surface level. So, hosting that content for them. Um, so some cu customers might appreciate the deeper dives into products. Um, some might just want best practices to take back to their total events program or group business. Um, one thing that um, you know, from a data perspective, we've we've kind of dialed into and done a really good job of is um, pushing these targeted persona guides um, to help people. Because when I go to, I don't know about you, but when I go to an, an event website and I look at an agenda, it can get kind of overwhelming, um, especially for a virtual or hybrid event. Just, just I don't know what I should attend in person or, high, or, or virtually. Um, drilling that down to the, to the persona level um, and tailoring those experiences so your attendees don't have to has been a huge learning for us. Um, and getting those insights from that has been huge because then we can help them uh, map out what their journey looks like. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I would say is that, that it's, it's not really surprising. It's something that really should be standard is tagging content types so attendees can navigate what they want to do. So if it's a... Um, a deep dive training or a thought leadership, or is this more of a round table sharing session, or maybe it's a, a team building session or a networking session, tagging those content types in your agenda is, is big and will help them um, navigate 
um, you know, on, on your attendee hub or, or your, your platform that you're using um, to help them with their agenda. Um, so that, that was like, I mean, it's not a really a surprising insight. It's just something that we need to keep in mind as planners is like, you might know your content in depth um, and to the core, but your attendees need a little bit more guidance when it comes to, um, when it comes to this. Interesting. Uh, wow. So uh, it's been fascinating hearing uh, what you're doing with this. Um, what other sorts of specialized events like that uh, has event done and Anything uh, in the future that we could be looking forward to? Yeah, a couple of things. And then Rachel, certainly let, let me know what um, what your thoughts are. But I think Tyler, you know, we, we love doing different events and we consider even webinars um, as events for us. So, you know, we've done things like using our own software, the attendee hub, we've done webinar series where it's not, hey, let's just do this webinar on this topic and that webinar on that next topic. It's really plotting out the series in advance. So you can opt into the whole series and you can register for, um, all the different sessions and you can go back and have an expectation that we're going to hit this topic and then continue the conversation with that topic. So it's really kind of a programmatic view of webinars and the attendee hub that we build is really uh, a great use case um, to have that series in the attendee hub. I mentioned the hospitality cloud user event. That's a way of carrying on the conversation, taking something we did at Cvent Connect and then making it bigger and broader in a very targeted manner. And we're also doing things like high-end experiential events, you know, things mm -hmm. like, um, you know, virtual wine tastings and those sorts of things that, that we find are very nice ways just to have a conversation, um, you know, have a meetup, get people talking, get people engaging. Um, that's something that we like too. And of course, as we said before, in-person's back um, and it's, it's a great thing to see. So we have a very, very robust roadmap of internal, you know, in-person events that we're doing, um, both internally and externally, and obviously a pretty robust trade show program as well. So we're going to be out in the market doing a lot, but our product seminar programs back, we do um, customer success groups and, and hospitality success groups, as we call them, and other in-person events that are back up all around the world. So um, we love events at Cement and we use them as a big, big part of our marketing engine. Yeah. I think I think Patrick covered most of them. Obviously, we have a lot of training programs and user groups going on, um, like we just did with the um, the, the hospitality user group uh, summit. This week alone, we have um, a UK networking event where we do trends, and then we have networking, you know, drinks um, today. It's actually happening right now, and then tomorrow I, we have a, a Cven Accelerate, which is in Singapore, which is a hybrid conference, and they're doing, you know, a lot of Virtual speakers are coming in and 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 you know being part of it, but then also we have networking and happy hour um, after the in-person event. So there's just a lot. Obviously, we have connects coming up, Tyler. We have connect uh, October in October for the UK market, um, and like Patrick mentioned, trade shows is a huge part of our total events program that we call you know events we attend type of thing, and it, it could be a trade show, an industry event. Um, you know, any sort of any sort of event out in the market. And we do a ton of activations around that. So whether it's content capturing in our booth or it's um, just doing meetings in person plus a networking event, there's there's tons of that coming back. So it's really a I mean, all around crazy mix of both hybrid in person and, and virtual we have going on. Yeah. And, and yeah. one note on hybrid too, Tyler, is, you know, our event, um, our Cement Connect Europe event coming up October, I think four to six in London, um, you know, it's it's for the entire European um, 
um, audience and even people from the Middle East attend. But we did have people attend our C-Event Connect. We call, I guess, US, if you want to call it that, in Las Vegas, which is our flagship event from Europe. Um, so we don't necessarily actively promote it as hard because we have our European event, but virtual events or the virtual component of an in-person event, in this case, a hybrid event, can be attended from anywhere. So um, we, we saw a lot of interesting interaction from people all around the world, even with the time zone constraint, attending C-Vent Connect. And that's, again, the power of, of hybrid, because we really believe that if you put so much work, and Rachel leads an amazing team, but there's hundreds of people at C-Vent that contribute to C-Vent Connect. When you're putting all that work in, you want to show your brand and all that great content and all the power of events to as many people as possible. And that's why the hybrid angle is so great. You get those really important people on site. You get the people that want to have a great in-person experience. You build those relationships. And you're also talking to thousands more online, too. And they, more often than not, might attend in person the following year because they want to be there on site. So this is the really amazing events world that we're in these days and one that, that we're really passionate about. And it's why, as we've talked about, we think the golden age of events is here where events are more impactful and numerous than ever before. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us today. Of course. Great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. look forward to uh, jumping in and, and uh, kind of discovering and experiencing um, so all the other stuff you're working on. It's certainly a boatload of stuff and uh, you guys are both pretty impressive for uh, for doing all of this. So thank you. Uh, that was- We're having awesome. a good time, Tyler. We're, <laughs> right. we're, we're forging forward in, in, right. in a new world. You're, you're, you're late for that. You're missing out on that European happy hour, Rachel. So. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we haven't learned how to teleport yet, but once we do, then we can um, really, you know, take the in-person event program to the next level then. That's next year. You'll figure out teleportation. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. That was uh, Patrick Smith, Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer, and Rachel Andrews, Senior Director, Global Meetings and Events for CVAN. Uh, thanks for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. If you're interested in some of the other podcasts we've done with meetings and events industry thought leaders, head on over to meetingstoday.com and check out our podcast section. So, Whatever you're up to uh, the rest of the day, uh, go out and make it a great one. And thanks for joining us.